Welcome to Real Estate Coaching Radio, starring award-winning real estate coaches and number one international best-selling authors, Tim and Julie Harris. Real Estate Coaching Radio is the nation's number one daily radio show for realtors who demand authentic real-time coaching. Get ready for fluff-free, unfiltered, full-strength honesty about what's truly working to get you into action, helping others, and making money now in today's real estate market. Now to our hosts, Tim and Julie Harris. Three, two, one, and we're back. Julie, it is April the 2nd. Yes, indeed, and happy Friday. And you got through April Fool's Day <laughs> without, did anybody trick you? No, but I largely stayed away from people who might. <laughs> survival right. of the fittest okay so in our, uh, who did you stay away from consciously that might try to fool you uh, besides pretty much me everybody yeah well, pretty much Zoe's not quite versed on it I think by next year she'll be more on top yeah, of it she doesn't even know what uh, April Fool's Day was man why did I forget to tell her about that I she know. would have loved you that you missed an opportunity I did you're right I'll make sure I'll, I'll get her up to got her got a game. year to work on it <laughs> <laughs> She'll be a great fooler of mm-hmm. mama, for sure. Oh, for sure. Well, so we're talking about 12 questions to get you back on track or ahead for 2021. And these questions are um, designed to cause you to be uh, to think, to be introspective, to challenge your beliefs, to really mostly uh, cut to the bottom line of why uh, you are maybe having your best first quarter that should lead to your best a year ever, maybe your best run of the next five to 10 years. But also it's challenging all of you that might be behind to stop giving yourself a hall pass or a break, thinking you'll somehow miraculously make it up in second quarter without doing some extraordinary effort. So these questions are really designed for you to do a little bit of self-coaching um, and then be honest with the results. And from there, you can then take the right actions. And Julie and I will obviously help get you back on track if you are um, you know, not on track. And if you are on track, well, we're going to help you to actually get ahead of uh, where you were hoping to be. That's the goal of today's podcast, finishing up what we started yesterday. And if you're having your best year ever, you're actually the most susceptible because what's going to happen is you might actually become complacent. You might fall into the trap of servicing your transactions or your in contracts. And then you're going to maybe have a decent second quarter. And then the second half of the year is going to be a, you know, a complete washout um, just simply because you uh, were thinking you were going to somehow ride this big momentous you know train into the horizon of uh, having this amazing year but you stopped doing what you were doing to, that made it sort of your first uh, quarter was uh, as strong as it was and I want to give you guys a little mental thought before Julie rolls into her next point in real estate in a normal market there's usually about a five to six month uh, contact to payment cycle let's just call it that so you talk with somebody and then you you know foster the relationship. And if it's a listing, you get the house sold, go through the process, and then you get a paycheck. In a market like this, it's more like usually it's about 90 to 120 days. No, Tim, I list something today. I get paid tomorrow. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about the fact that the conversation that you may have had with that seller may have started 60 to 90 days ago, and that's the thing that's getting you paid now. So you have to realize that there is a contact to paycheck cycle. So if you're having a fantastic forced first quarter or a terrible first quarter, it's because what you were doing three to four months ago was essentially either uh, it resulted in all these transactions and all the success you're experiencing now, or if you're falling behind and you're not experiencing the success that you want to be experiencing, it's because late last year in the you know late fall, early winter, you were not doing what you didn't want to do when you didn't want to do it at the highest level. You were not making the contacts. And as a result of that, you're paying the price now. Yes, and that also means that looking at today, if, when, hopefully you're not falling into this, if you choose today to not do what you don't want to do when you don't want to do it at a high level, in other words, in most cases, proactive lead generation, 
That means the future you, 90, 120 days out, will look back and say, too bad you weren't getting on the stick, that's why I'm behind. So you can't do anything about what already happened 90 days ago, but you can control what is going to happen 90 days from now. Just realize if you're in that Midland group, or if you're certainly in the first group that's behind, you're going to have to have extraordinary effort and make, you know, really work harder than you probably thought you should, or maybe harder than anyone you know to catch up, to get back on track. Otherwise, what's going to happen is you will carry that negative momentum for the rest of the year. And I want you to think back on your past years. If you've had, maybe you weren't even in real estate. If you've had years like that, that, you know, essentially started out kind of on a, a wimp, a whimper, and then they, uh, you'll notice that those years, generally speaking, they don't turn around unless you do something extraordinary to turn them around. And one of the smartest things you can do, and sorry if this is a little too obvious and self-serving for most of you, is you should be considering joining our coaching program because we will get you back on track. We will tell you exactly what to do to get your business back on track so you can regain the momentum. And if you are ahead, our coaching program is absolutely going to keep you um, on that same momentum uh, that you have now so that you can continue not just having this be a great year for you, but have this be a great run of years for you. And that's really how it starts. If you're having, like when you look at somebody, when Julian and I have a coaching client that has you know, a five-year run or a 10-year run that's really strong, it all starts with one really strong year and them not losing that momentum as, they, you know, as the calendar rolled over from year to year. Yes, that's right. And you can even look at that quarter to quarter for those of you, and Tim, you just mentioned this, if you are actually ahead, you guys are probably in the most dangerous position because you start to believe that things just will continue to happen, whether, you do, whether you're proactive or not. So don't be overconfident. It will come up and nip you in the butt. Okay. So if you missed the first six points, we did those yesterday. We're going to start on point number seven, 12 questions to get you on track or ahead. So point number seven, how close are you to achieving and then maintaining your magic number. What is the magic number? It is the number of listings you must keep active listings at all times in order to meet or exceed your monthly production goals. The magic number is the output from doing the real estate treasure map. The real estate treasure map is one of the books we give you along with Think and Grow Rich for Real Estate. And all you have to do is text 2021 to 855-685-1045. If you want the real estate treasure map, which will, it is your fill in the blank business and life plan. We talk about it on every podcast because it's really critical that you get this done. We know agents that get the real estate treasure map done. Essentially, when you put in the effort to actually create a business and life plan, and then you actually stay connected with Julie and I, at the very least on this podcast, there's zero chance you will not have you know a 10x, 20x better year than you otherwise would have, because you're surrounded by things that are pulling you in the direction that you want to go. Your treasure map is essentially your plan for yourself and your you know your business and your personal life, and then staying connected with our coaching company is going to reinforce you staying in that direction and building your positive momentum. The treasure map is absolutely free. All you have to do is text the numbers 2021 to 855-685-1045. Text 2021 to 855-685-1045. And when you do, we're going to text you back a link. You then click the link. You download the books. It's that simple. So text 2021 to 855-685-1045. So point number eight is, do you have a dollar productive schedule? And more importantly, are you following it? Also included in the treasure map is how to figure out what a dollar productive schedule is, what should be in your schedule. And you might guess the answer to that would be proactive lead generation, relentless lead follow-up, pre-qualifying, presenting, negotiating, and closing. But you're not always going to have something to present, negotiate, and close. So when in doubt, you go to the first part of that list, generating new business. 
So do you have a dollar productive schedule and are you following it? Some of you guys have these beautifully engineered, overly complicated, super analytical schedules where you'll be doing something from 8 a.m. until 8.15 and then you're supposed to magically switch. And that is coming from someone, as I look at her, who is beautifully engineered and has a tendency to make things overly complicated. Well, thank you. That is how I would know. (laughs) (laughs) I used to do that as a kid, actually. I would write down my schedule and... You know, try and fit everything that I could in it. Well, the reason people do that is because there's an excuse to fail. Well, sure. And it's too complicated. And then, you know, once you're off your schedule in the morning, well, you're not going to get back on. And then you never get on a schedule and you decide it's too hard to stick to. That's one version of creative avoidance. The other one is simply not wanting to be told what to do. So, Julie Harris, the thing, the key words in what you just said were dollar productive. And Mm -hmm. let's let's just break those words down because they're a little opaque. Really, at the end of the day, what we're saying is, are are you spending all your best time per day working, you know, helping people, doing things that are going to result in a paycheck in the next 60 to 90 days? That is really simply where all yep. your best efforts should be. So I bet you every single one of you are essentially spending your time on things that are the exact opposite of that. You're doing this passive stuff. You're doing social networking. You're spending too much time uh, essentially doing all this passive stuff, hoping and praying that somehow miraculously the real estate gods, gods lowercase g, are going to drop some kind of transaction in your lap. It never happens that way, guys. That is not dollar productive. It is certainly not putting yourself in a position to help people and make money immediately, which is where all your focus needs to be. So if you are uh, schedule challenged, you keep avoiding it, dodging it, re-engineering it, et cetera, well, start simple. Control your morning. And we've done entire podcasts on having a media-free morning and what you should be doing in your morning. You know, the the number one goal is to generate something new, some sort of pre-qualified new appointment, ideally a listing appointment, every morning before noon. Keep it simple. So I would say if I had to do two things, if I could get all of you to do just two things in the morning, it would be make sure that you are absolutely caught up on all of your lead follow-up because you're likely to get appointments out of that. And number two, proactive lead generation. Because when you're great at those two things in the morning, everything else pretty much takes care of itself. Point number nine, correct? Yes. Are you able to set a qualified listing appointment daily? And that's really the essence of what we teach you guys to do in our coaching program. If you want to know what what we will do everything in our power to get the one skill we want all of you to have as a result of being involved in our coaching program is really the truest bottom line is obviously make a profit because with that profit, you can reinvest that money and become rich. And rich is simply where your money works for you and you no longer have to work for your money. But all that starts on the other side of you having the ability to set one pre-qualified listing appointment a day. And that is a skills-based activity. That is you essentially knowing what to say, how to say it, who to call, all that. And it is a call. It is a direct contact. It is proactive lead generation. On the other side of that is the financial freedom that comes from having a profitable business for the reasons I previously stated. This is the way that maybe you should be considering migrating your thinking towards and away from all the passive stuff. Yes, what we're asking you to do does require heavy lifting. Yes, it does require you to have a skill set. Yes, it does require you to have a discipline in your schedule. But guess what? Everything you want in life is on the other side of that. It really truly is. It's called doing what you don't want to do when you don't want to do it at the highest level. Everything in life worth having is going to probably take five to 10 times more time and more work than you think it should. You know, that's just a simple fact. Why'd you laugh? Just because I think about us sometimes. That's something that we commonly look at. And we did a podcast about 
It was something like 30 things we wished that we would have realized That's before one. 30. And that was on it, was things will take longer, even with your best efforts, except the fact that it's going to take longer than we would all like. And the problem is, really, nowadays, especially societally, people believe that it's like everyone's a millionaire by the time they're in their 20s. And success is so easy to find. And guys, it's just a big perpetuated lie at the end of the day. Uh, and, you know, it's I, I was just on a podcast just literally right before this podcast with Ricky Carruth. He, mm-hmm. I, and I coached him for a little while back in, I don't, in 2015. Okay. He told me. I don't remember. Mm-hmm. I mean, I remember coaching. I didn't remember the year. Sure. And he told me that was one of the most valuable things that I taught him, which so I appreciated that he remembered. Well, sure. I t- I've told everyone that forever, right? But yeah. the very fact that he remembered that, he said it's made a, a you know momental, a momentous difference in his uh, his business and personal life because he's realized that's true. And he's also seen along the way how other people aren't patient enough and they're constantly looking for shortcuts. And actually, I wrote something down that I was going to share with all the podcast listeners today that came from that conversation I had with Ricky. Mm-hmm. Shortcuts exist to distract you from the correct path. There you go. You know, that is the bottom line. Yeah. Yeah, so that is the truth. If you guys think about that, the shortcuts and the easy buttons, uh, you could even go as far as to say, you know, the shortcuts and the easy buttons are almost traps that keep you from the correct path. They're, they're, oh, follow this path. Yeah, follow this path. It's so much easier. You don't have to work as hard. But what they, they, they suck the life out of you. You lose weeks, months, you lose years. You can lose your entire life. Because you never actually realize that the easy buttons and shortcuts that people like to celebrate, you know, there's books, there's seminars, there's coaches, there's gurus, and, you know, they're all trying to teach you hacks and shortcuts. It's all bullshit, guys. You've got to realize it for what it is. Everything you want in life, anything meaningful, worth having in life, comes on the other side of doing what you don't want to do, Julie Harris. When you don't want to do it, at the highest level. That does not mean that you are dabbling at it now and then. See previous points, like, you know, follow the schedule, for example. All right. (laughs) Uh, So, uh, number 10, where are you getting help? And this one drives me a little bit bonkers because... I, I just see so much, you know, agents searching you out yourself. with each other. And, you, your problem yeah. is, is you go to Facebook groups and you read, you never post, but you read what mm-hmm. agents are basically, yeah. the, and you drive yourself crazy. You need to stop well, doing that. Well, I go there to see like what they're dealing with overall. Sometimes I see like little um, hacks to getting around. Um, you just you know, said hacks. Well, that's true. I, I guess what I'm looking for is the mindset and the ethos of what they're dealing with, which is was one of the catalysts to last week's podcast about ending the buyer agent torture right? and getting them to realize that you've got to be a listing agent now instead of continuing to run in that rat race, for example. So that's what I, I'm trying to figure out, like, you know, out there what they're dealing with. But in between, and I say 90% of it really is garbage. You're wanting to essentially tap into the zeitgeist. It's the same yeah. reason I listen to clubhouses. And podcasts you, and everything else. Well, yeah. for, you know, it's ways for us to keep our thumb on the pulse of the industry beyond just our coaching clients. Sure. Because people that become our coaching clients, they're, they are on a path that's distinctly different from what you see on Facebook. Yes, right? very clearly. Yeah, they people. Well, and I know that because sometimes our clients will post and they'll be like, well, it's because of you're not doing what you're supposed to do when you're supposed to do it. I mean, they have the answer. But by and large, there's too many agents seeking out advice from people who are unqualified to give it. So what you're, when you go to those Facebook groups and you go to Clubhouse, frankly, you're, there's the, it's it basically you're faced with the real levels of learning thing, right? Yes. And the first level of learning, and again, as we always do, we're taking a sidestep. But this is really important you guys recognize where you are in this learning spectrum. Stages of mastery, call it what you want. But the first one is unconscious incompetence. And unconscious incompetence is basically where you don't know what you don't know. And people can stay in a state of unconscious incompetence their entire lives and frankly most people do so when you're on Facebook and to Julie's point number whatever it is 
10, right? Yep. If you're going to those groups and you don't know what you don't know, and you're then asking other people who don't know what they don't know, you're going to get more of a bunch of garbage a and you're never going to get anywhere. <laughs> and then the stage yeah. beyond that is where people will hire Julie and I and our company to be coaches for them. And that's where they're consciously incompetent, where they basically realize there's a whole bunch of crap they don't want. Maybe they've been listening to our podcast, they read our book. They've come into exposure with something that confronted their lack of knowledge basically and instead of running and hiding and basically keeping themselves in that uh, state of ignorance of the state of uh, uh, unconscious incompetence they decide to finally shake free of that and move towards the point where they're saying i know i there's a whole bunch of stuff i don't know and i'm willing to ask for help i'm not going to hack it out anymore looking for shortcuts that's really where people join coaching and after that you become consciously competent and then after that, you become unconsciously competent. And that's where the state where we want most of you to be. And the unconsciously competent state is where you don't have to think about what you're going to say. Whatever comes out of your mouth next is so smooth, so perfect, you know, because you said it a million times before. It all started with you learning a script. You all learned a script. And then basically the script over time, you personalize the script, you've internalized the script. And then when you finally reach that stage of mastery, basically, of the highest level of conscious competence, you now know that whatever the situation you find yourself in, in a real estate sales environment, whatever comes out of your mouth is going to be you know, 99% yeah. perfect. And you can answer yes to that previous question. Are you able to set qualified listing appointments daily? You can confidently say yes. It's not difficult for you. You're not even remotely susceptible to all the charlatans that are trying to sell you snake oil because you see it for what it is because you know now you now know at that state that and now how long does it take for you to get there a lot of damn work a lot of damn time a lot of damn effort that most of you will never do because you won't be willing to put in the time and that's unfortunate for you because on the other side of that is everything you want in life and there are no shortcuts you might get a little taste of it along the way but living in a state where you're you know consciously competent that means you can consciously, competently set listing appointments every day, take listing appointments every day. You have income coming in every day, income coming in every month. Money is no longer even remotely a fear of yours. You're now able, you're able to have conversations about investing. You want to know, hey, Tim, and you're not asking Tim and Julie, what's a, you know, a solution to this real estate problem or that. You're saying, hey, Tim and Julie, you know, uh, what are the index funds you guys are investing in? Or what do you guys think about this or the other thing? Higher level conversations that only come when you're basically reach an investor uh, state where you have passive income. Get there as fast as you can. Quit fighting it looking for shortcuts because shortcuts ultimately compound and make it so you never actually ever find the correct path. Yes, which is longer than what we just said about things are going to take longer than you expect. They're going to take way longer than you expect if you don't get started today. So... Point number 11, who are your biggest supporters? You know, Tim, you and I often have this comment that our uh, coaching clients or podcast listeners will say, I kind of think of you guys more like my brokers because I'm not really getting the help that I need and or, you know, my spouse doesn't have buy-in or any flavor of that. Now, we're not your brokers, but we really respect the fact that some of you guys feel that way. So ask yourself, who are your biggest supporters? Now, as with regards to your friends and family, that could be on you not talking to your family about how hard it's going to be for at least a little while to achieve and maintain, for example, your magic number. You've got to have those conversations. But I can answer that question. We are your biggest supporters. We are your biggest fans. That's why we do this every day, day in and day out, plus the Sunday show, to try and help you guys travel that path faster and easier and still not allow you to skip steps. 
Well, and you often will have to search outside of your own world to find people that are also wanting to, you know, so go on the same sojourn as you. It's not unusual at all. Like Julie and I are from Columbus, Ohio, and I promise you when we were in real estate, uh, we did not have very many supporters that were thinking as big as we were because most people in the you know lower middle class area where I came from, the middle class area where Julie came from, they weren't big thinkers. They were you know job seekers. They worked. At, they were teachers, firefighters, things like that. Nothing wrong with that. I'm not criticizing it. But for us to basically try to have a conversation about these big aspirational thoughts we had about what our future could be when we were in our early 20s, there was no one around we could relate to. So we had to get outside of our own market, to which Julie is, that's the point she's making. And the internet's a blessing. Julie and I were in our formidable years in our 20s when we were putting all this together and there was no internet. I mean, it's, it's true. Uh, so you have the benefit of the internet, but you have the, uh, essentially it's a huge detriment too, because there's so much garbage information out there. So be incredibly selective on who you listen to, especially if you're hiring a coach. And there's four questions you should ask when you're deciding if you're going to take advice from anyone, especially if you're planning on giving them your money in, in regards to a real estate coach. Number one, here's, write these four questions down, listeners. Mr. Uh, hypothetical coach, number question number one is, have you sold real estate before? Have you had a real estate license? If the answer is no, then no, you should not hire them. If the answer is yes, move on to question two. Question two is, did you sell at least 100 houses per year? If they did, so they have a real estate license, they hold a, sold 100 houses per year, that's great. Move on to question three. This person's on the right path. They might actually be a worthwhile real estate coach for you. Question number three, have they sold at least 100 homes per year for at least five years in a row? And the reason you want to have that, that third layer of filter on there is because someone can get lucky and list a subdivision or list a condo building and sell 100 units. You know, it happens. It's not unusual in this day and age. But if they've sold 100 houses plus for five years in a row, that's probably somebody that actually is the real deal. But the fourth one's going to take virtually everyone out. Have they had at least 10,000, 10,000 paid one-on-one -on -one coaching calls? In the country, guys, there are probably maybe five of us that have. Maybe not even that number anymore because yeah. the others have gotten out of the business. So maybe five have actually done that meet all five or four of those criteria. So if you are really serious about your success, why would you settle for anybody less than that? That's less qualified than that. It's insane. And most of you are taking advice, especially when you're in a, a clubhouse from people who've never sold real estate before. And all they're trying to do is uh, sell you into the glamor and the false hope of social networking. And one of our biggest competitors, guys in Southern California, this guy, the shocking thing, he never sold real estate before. And people actually at go all. to people go to him for real estate advice. Much less at a high level. It's like, what? Yeah. How does that make sense? How do you guys not see the conflict in that? I wouldn't take our dog to a vet that hasn't had at least, you know, X thousand number of surgeries and the normal stuff. I wouldn't right? even let I wouldn't even let a groomer uh, trim, uh, <laughs> right. you know, a Maxie's claws. Yeah. That hasn't, you know, had a no. high level. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yes. And then agents basically pin all their hopes and they don't, they're not selective en enough on who they're going to hire. They just basically go whatever the mob says. Yeah. But you guys got to realize the mob is going to have, uh, a, they're not going to know any better than you do how to go about how to select someone to listen to. And they're suffering in the same way. Just nobody likes to admit it, right? They're all beating the social networking uh, drum, thinking that somehow that's going to make it so they never have to do the real work of real estate. And it's not. It never does. It never has. Um, where are we, Julie? Point number... 
number 12. 12. That's a big one. Do you want to handle that one? Uh, is your broker paying you? Well, that's a tee up, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. I see where you're going with that point. Conclusion. Yeah, but honestly, it actually leans back into point number 11 too. And point number 10 is that really you need to align with a brokerage that's going to be reinforcing the person that you want to be, not just next year, but the person you want to be five or 10 years from now. That's who you need to be associating with. Because if you, and the thing you got to be really careful of, if you find yourself being the big fish in a small pond, you're going to level off and you're going to, essentially, you're going to stop growing. You always have to look for ways that make you uncomfortable, things, people, experiences. And that really goes down to your brokerage. Most of you choose brokerages where you can feel like you're the big fish in a small pond, or at least where you can not ever feel overly challenged or competitive. That's a huge mistake. You need to put yourself in a position where you're going to be surrounded by other people that are consciously, constantly going to make you better. And there's no other brokerage that I would re recommend as strongly as EXP Realty at this point. In EXP Realty, to Julie's, uh, Julie's point number 12, the question used to be, well, what do you, you know, what, what does your broker pay you, right? You know, I'm sorry, what are you paying your broker? What's the commission split? That's not even a valid question anymore. Of course, you want to know what your commission split is. But the real question is, is what is your broker paying you? Are you getting stock? Are you getting revenue share? You know, obviously, are, what's your commission split? Are you able to qualify for an ICON program? Are there ways, multiple streams of income that come as a result of you being an agent in that particular brokerage? If there aren't, don't be at that brokerage. Well, I have a couple more obvious ones. Does your brokerage actually offer an express offers, you know, uh, program to compete with all those other iBuyer programs? And does your brokerage offer health insurance? I think it, I think EXP is the only one that offers that. I imagine there are others, but I don't know about them. I, yeah. I really don't know. But EXP, yeah, and the health insurance, we can't get it because we're in Puerto Rico, but I mean, everyone That's else can. It's a pretty big deal, though. It's I mean, a it's, huge it's deal. It's definitely competitive pricing, too, from what I understand. Uh, so you have to put your license somewhere. You might as well put it someplace that is all about you. And, and you know, it yeah. actually takes me back to that interview I was doing prior mm -hmm. to this one sure. where they were asking if I'm uh, at all concerned about agents becoming becoming obsolete. And it's I don't think agents will ever become obsolete, but brokerages will. Mm -hmm. And you have to insulate okay. yourself from the fear of obsolescence. And the, the way you go about doing that is got to work with a brokerage that's already next-gen brokerage. All these brokerages are going to try to copy eXp, the online model, essentially the services they're able to provide for agents because their cost structure is so much less. Everyone, and I mean every brokerage, they're all going to copy eXp in some form. I bet you none of them copy the revenue share, though, because their cost structure is already too high. If you are a middle-sized, large, even a small brokerage, and you want to talk about moving over to eXp, you can text me directly. If you're an individual agent, text me directly. Let's have a conversation about eXp. It is something you need to have on your radar at the very least. Uh, text me at 512-758-0206, 512-758-0206, and let's get the conversation started. Chances are you are listening to this podcast because you're ready for a change in your life. Nothing is going to reinforce that change better than being associated with Julie and I. I know that sounds self-serving, and obviously it is, but it's also true. And then furthermore, you need to seriously consider aligning with the XP. Text me directly, 512-758-0206. Anything else you'd like to say, yeah, guys? Yeah, well, I also wanted to mention for those of you, whether you're brokers or teams or even individual agents who have spent and invested in your brand, your logo, your name, your colors, you don't have to lose your soul when you switch to eXp. I, that was something I was actually surprised when I learned that because so many brokerages are strict about that. You can keep all of that that you've invested in. That's okay. So if you're curious about that, we'll talk to you about that too. 
So guys, uh, reach out to us. But in the meantime, make sure you text 2021-855-685-1045. Text 2021-855-685-1045. Have a fantastic day. Have a great weekend. And, and we'll probably Easter. We'll probably – is Easter what, – what day is it? Sunday. It, of course it's on Sunday, but I'm sorry. That was a dumb this question. Sunday. What I meant to ask you is are we doing a podcast on Sunday? Probably not because it's Easter. Probably not because it's Easter. Yeah. We'll see you on Monday. We'll see you on Monday. This program has been a presentation by Tim and Julie Harris, Real Estate Coaching. For more information on our real estate coaching and training programs, visit our website at timandjulieharris.com. Remember to tune in weekdays at noon for upcoming shows. And until next time, thank you for listening to Real Estate Coaching Radio with Tim and Julie Harris. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.